Welcome to the Growth Guru Podcast, the home of raw, unfiltered self-development advice that cuts through the noise. Strap in for real solutions, inspiring personal stories, and everything you need to become your very best self. If you're ready to unlock your true potential, then you're in the right place. Welcome back to another episode of the Growth Guru Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Leach, aka The Growth Guru, and I'm a life coach specializing in self-worth. I help women all over the world become the very best version of themselves and finally feel good enough. Now, this episode, I want to give you five things that you need to stop doing right now because they are reducing your chance of having a successful self-love journey. They are reducing your happiness. They're getting in your way. There are things that some of them you'll know and you'll think, I know I shouldn't be doing that. Some of them you'll be surprised by and some of them are just going to call you out. This episode is about accountability. This episode is about giving you a little bit of direction, allowing you to stop making the mistakes that I made when I first started, um, but also just to help you keep on track. So if you're feeling like maybe you're waning from your self-love journey right now, you're finding it hard to stay motivated this episode is for you. You're going to find it interesting, helpful, and hopefully it's going to give you a very loving push in the right direction. But there are many things, and actually I could probably do a few episodes on this or come up with at least 20 different things you're probably doing right now that maybe are mistakes that you've made, because there's certainly ones that I made. I have learned over the past few years what works, what doesn't, what holds you back, what moves you forward. And that's what I share with my clients. You know, that's the whole point really, isn't it, in getting a coach. You you look at somebody, you figure out where you want to go, you find somebody who's done that and you ask them how they got there and they share it with you. That's the joy of coaching. It expedites that process. It makes it quicker for you. It makes it easier, less painful and you make less mistakes. So today I'm going to go over five things that I think are mistakes that a lot of people make. They're certainly mistakes I made in the past. They're things that are holding you back from becoming the most loving version of yourself. They are things that are holding you back from being happy. They're things that are holding you back from being in a life and having a life that is really what you want. And they're things that are all solvable within five minutes of listening to this podcast. So let's get stuck straight in, shall we? Number one is one that you will know, and you'll have done it a million times, we all do it, you'll know that you shouldn't do it, but also it's probably popping up in ways that maybe you're not realising, and this is comparing yourself to other people. My friend laughs at me all the time because we talk about the quote, comparison is a thief of joy, a lot, and it's become a bit of a running joke with us, but it's so true. Comparison really is the thief of joy. If you want to be happy, you've got to stop comparing yourself to other people. Now, this applies to the life that you have, the money that you earn, the house you live in, the body you live in, anything, anything you can think of, anything you have, want, or are in life, you've got to stop comparing it to anybody else. There is no comparable. You are you. There's one version of you, and there is one life that's yours, and only yours. Nobody owns it. Nobody is entitled to parts of it. Nobody's entitled to tell you what to do with it. You get to choose what your life is, how it makes you feel and what makes you happy. But if you keep comparing your life to other people, you do two things. One, you remove the joy you have in your own life. 
because you create a different standard and you assume that that standard is better. Now also, you're comparing to things that you don't know. You're making assumptions when you compare things. So you're stopping yourself from having this joy and enjoying what you have because you're looking at things and thinking that's better than mine. So you're literally getting in your way of your own joy. But secondly, you're confusing what you actually want with what everybody else has and what you think you should want. And that is not going to make you happy. When you look at the life you want to lead, it's fine to get ideas. It's fine to look at other people and go, oh, that's something I would quite like. What it's not fine to do is think that that person is happier, better or more worthy than you because they have that thing. It's not fine to assume that that thing is going to make you happy. And if you get that thing, you have to be prepared to accept that maybe it doesn't make you happy. Because a lot of the time, we do things that by society's standards on paper look really desirable because that's the society's norm of what people should want. Then we get it, we feel unfulfilled and unhappy And instead of saying, well, maybe there's something wrong with that thing that everybody says I should want to do, be or have, we go, well, there must be something wrong with me. And this is a massive problem. This is something I see a lot in my clients. It's something I saw a lot in myself. I did the perfect tick box life, as I call it. Go to uni, get married, get a good job, have a nice house in the country, all of that jazz. What you're supposed to do to make you happy, right? And I didn't. And it was, I did it all and I wasn't happy. So I went, there's something wrong with me. And I had anxiety. I was miserable. I was overthinking all the time. Zero self-worth. Crappy confidence. Stuck in things I didn't want. Making bad decisions. And ultimately there wasn't anything wrong with me. I'd chosen the one socially prescribed course and route to happiness without even considering the million different options that are out there to me and finding my own route to happiness. But in order to create your own route to happiness, you have to be prepared to discount the things in front of you that you do have and that you're told should make you happy. And you have to be working on yourself to have a big enough confidence and boldness and worth to go, do you know what, I'm worthy of chasing and creating a life that I actually want even if it comparably it doesn't look like what everyone else has. Comparison gives you this short-term crappy feeling because you look at other people and you assume they're better, happier, thinner, have more money, better than you, and it plummets your self-worth. It is so poor for your self-worth journey. But it also keeps you stuck. It keeps you in a race that perhaps you were never supposed to be in. It keeps you thinking there are certain things that will make you happy, won't make you happy. And if they don't make you happy, there's something wrong with you. Rather than questioning there's something wrong with the options that are out there and the options that you're choosing or believing are the only options to you. So we all know we shouldn't compare, but there are many ways this could be cropping up without you even realizing. Think about when you're having conversations with other people. Are you absorbing the information that they're saying, even if it's your friends, or are you thinking about it in relation to you? Are you making it mean things about you when actually it just means things about them? Look at social media and time you're spending on it, who you're following, how it makes you feel, why you're following it, why you why you're on social media. I'm not dissing social media. I do a lot 
on social media with my business. If I didn't have a business, I'm not sure I would have social media, but I do think it can be a value if you use it in the right way, but I think it can be highly detrimental, highly addictive, and it has to be monitored and intentional. So look at the ways you're absorbing it there. But going back to that point of conversations, really look at how you're interacting with other people and how you're looking at their lives. Are you looking at it from that objective standpoint or are you looking at and putting yourself on some sort of level? They're up here, you're down here. Or maybe you're up here and they're down there. Because also sometimes we compare to make ourselves feel better. And that is the most, that is the emptiest way to make yourself feel better. A lot of people say to me, you know, they worry about when they become self-loving that they're become going to become arrogant and if they get confident they're going to become arrogant arrogance is insecure insecurity and arrogance comes from that needing to compare yourself to others and convince yourself that you're better than they are so actually arrogance is rooted in comparison and that's the thing you're doing willingly it's the thing that's much more likely to push you in that direction of arrogance because it breeds insecurity, it preys off that insecurity and it becomes a short-term way you can make yourself feel better or worse depending on how you use it. You can go, I'm better than them because I have this or I'm worse than them because I don't have that. Comparison has no positive benefits and it is just a habit. It is not something you have to do. It's not something you need to continue to doing. And actually, if you really want to expedite your self-worth journey, if you really want to be happy, it has to be one of the main focuses that you work on cutting that out from the life, from the life that you have now in order to create the life that you want going forward. So start recognizing where you're doing it, the conversations you're having, how you're making it mean something about you. Monitor your time on social media. Look at what actually makes you happy. Stop looking at the comparisons and going, well, that makes that person happy, so it would definitely make me happy. There is one route to happiness that we are sold, but that is not the only route to happiness. And actually, there are plenty of people on that route that are miserable. That route does not only end in happiness. If you do certain things and tick off those things on the list, it doesn't equate to happiness. It's not a guaranteed thing. What is a guaranteed route to happiness is learning to feel good about yourself is learning to challenge your mindset and make it work for you rather than against you. And it's learning what actually makes you happy, not what you think should make you happy. So comparison is the one thing you need to stop doing. You know it, you already know it, I'm reminding you of it, but also making you aware of the intricacies of it and how it could really deeply be affecting you and why you need to really focus on it. The second thing you need to stop doing is rushing. We want everything instantly. Again, it's a product of our society. We want everything yesterday. And I'm just as guilty as that. I'm so impatient. I'm desperate. Once I get my mind set on something, I want it now. And that's something I've had to work with over the years. Self-love was no different for me. I wanted my healing to be done as soon as possible. I wanted to love myself as soon as possible. I wanted to clear up my life overnight and make all these big decisions. That doesn't work, it's not healthy, and you cannot rush the process of self-worth. You cannot rush the process of self-discovery. You cannot rush happiness. You can find happiness in every single day. Even if it's just a pocket, you have to look for it. But what you can't do is change your life overnight, expect everything to be solved, to be that way forever, and to rush yourself through the process. You actually will make it much longer in the long term. You might get short-term results, But then when the dust settles and you've got all this shit to sort out, you're unhappy again. Rushing is not going to get you 
anywhere. We want everything now, but you can't have that. You can have happiness now because as controversial as it is, and some people don't like this, happiness is a choice. And I say that as someone who's suffered heavily from anxiety, poor mood, body image problems, eating disorders, worrying every single day that I was going to die. But happiness is a choice to extent, and you can choose happiness now. And that doesn't require you to change your life overnight in an instant. But self-love is a journey. Finding out who you are and what you want and how to get it is a journey. And if you rush it, you may make poor decisions. So don't rush anything. The third thing might surprise you. You need to stop being overly positive. Now, I'm not saying be miserable. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I am all about happiness, good vibes, high energy. I am a cheerleader for my clients. I'm a cheerleader for my partner, for my children, for my friends, my family. I am high energy. I aim to be a positive person to be around. In every situation, I will try and find the positive. I think that is a perfect way to be. But being overly positive is harmful to you. Now, one of the examples I use all the time with this, and you'll know if you listen to other episodes of the podcast, that my content is body image. I think body neutrality is really, really positive. And I'm not going to go into that here. Um, I'm not going to talk about that. I've talked about that enough. And you can find that information elsewhere. But it's a good example of it. Sometimes being neutral about something can be just as powerful as being super positive, and if not more powerful. But ultimately, in a nutshell, when you're trying to make changes to your life and how you feel about yourself, how you feel about things, creating positive change, sometimes it's going to be really hard. And if you try and be fakely, toxically positive in that moment, your brain's going to call bullshit. And it's going to go, I know you don't actually feel like that. And you're going to go, no, no, I do. And you're going to argue with yourself and you're going to lose. And then it's going to set you backwards. It's going to be one step forward, three steps back. When you're overly positive, you're totally unrealistic. Now, I will say this, your life, you can have what you want. You can go and have whatever job you want, business, big love of your life, amazing life. You can live big, exciting, amazing, positive. I want you to chase the opportunities and believe you can achieve them. I don't want you to hold yourself back by being realistic. But I don't want you to fake yourself into feeling good either. Being overly positive is that it is fake and it will drag you backwards. We want authenticity. Life is not sunshine and rainbows all the time. Self-love is authenticity. It's not fake positivity. So in your journey to loving yourself, to liking yourself, to being a better version of yourself, to creating a better life, be positive. Go for everything you want. Be happy. Embrace that. But when you're feeling bad, if you're having a shitty day or something bad happens, try your best to be neutral about it. Try yourself best to accept it. Don't try and be overly positive about it. Don't try and push yourself with that fakeness because your brain isn't going to buy it. And we want to create as much opportunity as we can for your brain to buy into your new lifestyle, to your new thoughts, to your new beliefs, to your new actions, to your new life. We don't want to be doing things that feel fake because there's a lot of this fake it till you make it. Now, I agree with pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but nothing you do right now should be feeling fake. It should be releasing the real version of yourself. It will make you feel uncomfortable and it will feel difficult, but nothing should feel fake to you. 
You're not here to create a fake life, you're here to create a real one. So stop being overly positive. Don't feel that you have to be that way all the time or that in, in any shape or form, if you're slightly negative or neutral or not a hundred million percent best place in the world every single day that you're doing something wrong because you're not. And actually it's going to set you further back by trying, trying to be overly positive. So this one will be a little bit controversial and you'll be like, oh, what are you telling me to be miserable? No, clearly I'm not. I'm telling you to not get in your own way by believing you have to be positive all the time and by ruining your progress in your mind by being fake. This journey is about being real. Embrace everything that comes with it. Be neutral as much as you can and accepting of difficult conversations. Do damage control. You've heard me talk about this before. Minimize the negative impact, but don't push yourself to be overly positive. Save that for the days when you're in a good mood. On the best days, be annoyingly positive. Go there. Be that excited, happy, wonderful person to be around all the time when you can. When you can't, don't damage yourself by forcing yourself to be that person. Don't be overly negative either and stay there, but have those emotions, have those feelings, accept them, listen to them, tell, listen to what they're trying to tell you. Understand them, give yourself what you need to feel better and focus on solving the problem and moving forward on a day when you can be overly positive, but don't ruin your progress in that moment by being something that's fake, doesn't feel good and sets you back in your mind. Now I've got two more points I want to say to you that these are things you really need to stop doing. The, the next one is burying your head in the sand. You've got to own your shit. Now I know it's really hard when things feel overwhelming, when life feels stressful, when you're anxious, when you're worried, when there's lots of stuff going on, when you've got problems to sort and sometimes there is so much to do that you just want to do nothing. I get that. It's normal. But just because something's normal doesn't mean it's right and doesn't mean it's helpful. Doesn't mean that it's serving you, okay? When you are burying your head in the sand, you are creating more problems for yourself. Think about it like this. When you have a cancer, if you ignore it, it will grow and it will get bigger and bigger and bigger and it will require much more time and energy to try and get rid of it. Whereas if when you recognize it's there, you're not fearful of it, you go, cool, how do I solve this problem? Even if this feels really frightening and overwhelming and like, shit, I don't want to deal with this. How do I deal with it now? Before it grows, before it gets harder, before it gets more resistant, before it gets deeper, before I push it down more, before I try and avoid it more, before it hurts me more. The things you're avoiding, the problems that you have, the things that you're keeping in that you don't want to deal with are hurting you much more now than they ever could if you faced them. And I understand that that's difficult, but the moment you just take even one step towards owning your shit and getting yourself ready to face whatever you need to face, a step at a time, it doesn't have to be everything at once, but it needs you to just pop your head out, survey the situation and start tackling one thing at a time. The more you bury your head in the sand, the more you damage yourself, the more you allow that cancer to grow to hurt you, to cause bigger problems, to make it harder to get rid of. Healing, facing your stuff, owning problems is stressful, is overwhelming. That's part of life and it's part of being human. And that short-term overwhelm and struggle is going to save you a long-term issue. 
Now, you'll have probably noticed the trend here with most of the things that I'm telling you, but also most of the advice I give you when it comes to self-worth, happiness, all of the things that I talk about on this podcast. It's often about doing things that are very difficult in the short term, but give you long-term ease, give you long-term happiness, give you long-term results. Because many of the things that give us short-term happiness or what we mistake for happiness or short-term results in the long term gives us the opposite. It gives us problems. It gives us more work to do. And this burying your head in the sand is a very good example of that. So the final point I want to give you And the one thing you really need to stop doing or convincing yourself that you're doing is you need to stop putting other people's needs ahead of yours or believing that by prioritizing your own needs, you are pushing the needs of others to a lower priority. Let me explain what I mean by this. I experience this a lot with my clients. If you're somebody that is a bit of a people pleaser, has low self-worth, lack of confidence, has other people to think about, is a generally nice human being, you will prioritize other people's needs. And that's a good thing to do. Your children, your partner, your family, your friends, you should care about what other people in your life want and what makes them happy. And you should try to accommodate those needs, not to the detriment of your own needs and not to the detriment of yourself, but it's okay And it's a good thing to prioritize other people's needs. It's important. But what you've learned to do is you've learned to put people's needs at one level. And you've learned that in order to do this, you must put your own needs below that. So this is the first thing we need to discuss. You need to stop doing that. It's okay and it's possible for you to prioritize yourself and other people. It's not about saying me first. It's about saying me too. So you need to get out of this habit of thinking you can't balance all of this because you can. But here's the thing. When you then start to balance that and you start to prioritize your own needs, you feel like you're putting yourself above other people because in your mind, you think you're on a level playing field. Say you've got a line going halfway across a sheet of paper. You think you're both on that halfway line. So when you start prioritizing yourself, You feel like you're creeping up to maybe three quarters up that page and you're above that person. But what you're forgetting is you are already down at the bottom of the page before you even started. Because for the past few years, months, I don't know, maybe your whole life, you've constantly dragged yourself down in order to push other people up. So what you're actually doing by learning to prioritize your own needs is bringing yourself up to that halfway point into the same level. But you've got this false feeling that you're overtaking them in some way because you haven't taken into account that you've been down at the bottom of the page for a very long time. So you need to start making sure that you're not convincing yourself and duping yourself into thinking that if you prioritize yourself, you're putting yourself ahead of others. Use that phrase, you're not saying me first, you're saying me too. But you also need to have this understanding that you can have a balance across the spread. You can all be on that line. You can have your partner's needs, your needs, your family's needs, your children's needs, your friend's needs, all of equal importance and you can find a way to balance those things. You don't have to sacrifice yourself and you shouldn't be sacrificing yourself for other people. You can bring yourself up to their level and you can all have the same priority when it comes to needs. 
but you've got to not convince yourself and trick yourself that you're being selfish or you're putting yourself ahead of other people. You're simply leveling the playing field. You're bringing yourself up there. So those are five things you need to stop doing. You need to stop comparing yourself. You need to stop rushing the process. You need to stop being overly positive when it feels fake. You need to stop burying your head in the sand and stop putting other people's needs ahead of yours and convincing yourself that if you prioritize yourself, you're in some way being selfish. None of those things are going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. They're going to drag you backwards. They're going to be detrimental to your self-worth journey, to your overall happiness, to your overall personal growth. Now, these are all things you can go and start doing now. So take an action step towards comparison, whether it's removing something on social media, monitoring your time, looking at your conversations with people and understanding what you're making it mean about you. When it comes to rushing, if you've got a set of goals or where you want to be, just scale that back and make it more reasonable. Make, give yourself a, a more reasonable timeline. Take the pressure off. When it comes to being overly positive, remind yourself on a difficult day, okay, how can I be neutral and accepting of this situation, not force myself to feel a different way, and then how can I manage it afterwards? When it comes to not burying your head in the sand, pick one problem to focus on. That's all you have to do. I don't need you to focus on everything right now and fix it all. I need you to focus on one thing. And when it comes to putting your needs up to the same level of everybody else's, just do one thing today that you want to do even if it means you have to say no to somebody else. Just one thing. All of these things you can do now and the ball will roll, the snowball will build and you'll start seeing a cumulative effect. You'll start seeing a change in the way that your life is and how you feel. But it is essential that you stop doing these things. I'd love to know what you thought of these. I'd love to know which one you struggle with the most. If you want any help with anything, you know exactly where I am. I've just opened up one more one-to-one space for the rest of this year and I've got a waiting list to start with me in 2024. So if you want a space now or you want to start a payment plan and start in the new year to make 2024 your best year yet, the year that you love yourself, the year that you're confident, the year you finally feel good enough, the year you get rid of self-doubt, people-pleasing, wearing masks, pretending to be somebody or not, the year you create inner peace, And you go, this is who I am. And I'm happy with that person. That's all I need. I'm enough for me. If that's you, reach out to me on DM. Head to my website, book a discovery call, whichever way feels best for you. But make a commitment to yourself. Maybe when it comes to bringing your head in the sand, this is the one step you take today to overwhelming your problems. You get help from me. I hope you found the episode useful. I can't wait to hear from you. And I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Growth Guru podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, then please subscribe, share with your friends and leave a rating and review. To keep up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the.growth.guru. Keep growing and I'll catch you next time.